0: Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James
2: Loving. This is James Loving. I'm hosting Loving That Sports Talk. And like you say, i uh, out there in Lambie, Wyoming, a great place where I want you to work in Wyoming. We have a great show today. We have Reggie Slato here, a former UW player uh of the basketball University of Wyoming basketball team. And he has a nice career in the NBA. So we get his intake on different things, uh, how the NBA works and you know, he was a guest on um, before on my show and he gave us some good insight and outside of uh um, what well, how it is to make it in the NBA and how to make it into the life that to be a great person. But I'd like to talk a little bit about the um reason why I'm out here in Lennon, Wyoming. Um, the Hall of Fame basketball team in 1986-1987 that went to the Sweet 16 will be inducted to the Hall of Fame um, next weekend, September the 3rd. That's a great they have Some Great players on there um, that had great careers in the NBA. Dennis Dimbo, um, Eric Lechner, Reggie Fox, we have uh, Tim Hunt, Turk Boyd, Sean Dent, Point Guard, uh, Willie Jones, they had great players on that team that um, gel together. And the thing about that team was uh, they became great friends, you know. When you have a, a team you, you become friends on the court and off the court, so we were uh, just just amazed by what they did to go to the Sweet 16, you know, accomplish that goal and stay friends after that. So, we already the play, played uh, um, a couple years after that to talk about you know, that team and what that team had built but when he came to the University of Wyoming and played, it would be a great thing to hear what he has to say about those three Man, if that team could have beat um, the team that he had played. So, you know, when he came along, there was Theo Rappers that was in the NBA for 16 years. He was on the show recently. So And also, uh, we're doing a great business for Donald Sanchez. Um, Taking my hat out to her mom and dad, um, she's battling uh, cancer. Uh, you know, it's a hard thing when you balance something, man. You know, you got so many great people behind you. And what well, I can say, we'll do a little um, benefit for her and, you know, help her with her health insurance. You know, just get her through it, you know. Like they say, God is there for you. All you got to do is ask. And you ask for forgiveness. And in my life, I'm asking for forgiveness. And, you know, like I say, that person knows what I'm talking about. But, you know, there's great things in life to accomplish. And you got to have God on your side. You know, if you have God on your side, you'll be there. It's you know, a rough time and, a, and a, a bad time and a good time. So pass off to Donald chance and keep, keep your battle down. You, you'll beat it. a you know, uh, mom and a dad, Leo and Mary, you know, keep loving her and um, everything will work out. You know, like I say, we got a lot to talk about today. We'll talk about uh, the Phil, Terrell Pryor, went to the Oakwoods. You know, oak can always pick up people that's in trouble, so that's what I say. You know, and we'll talk a little about inside of um, the NBA lockout. But right now, the NBA lockout is not not the point because you know everything's now football. So we'll talk about different things, but um, how it is to make it in the life of sports. I am um, mentoring a uh, nice gentleman in um, Castle, Wyoming, um, Terry Jackson Jr. Young kid to play for Kelly Walshie. Great kid, great athlete, you know. And uh, when you see somebody with that athletic ability, you want to sit there and help him and, and tell him what it is and the struggles he come come upon in life, you know, on the field and off the field. So this young kid is going to have a great career. Uh, looking forward to him succeeding in life, on the field, off the field, on the court, off the court. He's just amazing. The sport they can do. But that's what I do with my show. I like to have people on here and me to talk about how can we help these young athletes succeed in life. You know, so everything about it is doing great. You know, I just wanna um, just just I'm just so happy. You know, you know to to talk about young kids and and see where they're going in life and see how I can help them and see how. Anybody else that's on my show can help them, you know, succeed and do things different in life. And uh, if they can't, you know, make it in life in sports, there's always something else out there for them to make it, you know. So that's what's so important to me. And it's, uh, i just like to start off talking about Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor, you know, I was drafted in a supplemental draft. If my callers out, my listeners out there don't know that Terrell Pryor had a little problem at um university, Uh, Ohio State, the youth. you know. um, So when you get in trouble, you don't go into the regular draft. They put you in a supplement draft. It's a special draft for the NFL. Well, Terrell had a problem in the NFL. I mean, in college, so he had a supplement draft. So he was picked by Oakland. My point on that is Oakland always picking up, um, I won't say problem players, the players, they feel that they are trying to re- rehab or rehabilitate or, you know, uh, and do all that. But um, uh, the thing about it is, I mean, you know, we all make mistakes in life. And when we make mistakes in life, you know, we try, you know, you give a person a second chance. So a second chance to, you know, him, I understand. But, you know, there's a certain point in life where you have to look at this person or player or whatever they're going to do, employee. And just say, you know, are they gonna help me or are they gonna hurt me? You know, and, and you know, I think, you know, uh, Terrell Fryer, he needs that second chance. He's done some things that where a lot of people knew that he was um doing, and they didn't steer him in the right way. So he does deserve a second chance. You know, if you get a second chance to make it in the NFL, that is great. You know, and um, that's everybody's dream. You know, don't mess that dream up you know, you gotta do what you gotta do, you know, but when you get that second chance, make the best of it, you know, and that's what I have to say, you know, in life, you know, uh, second chance, it's, it's a big thing, because you might not get it again, somebody might leave your life or uh, a, something you're doing might not be there again, you know, so the second chance um, is it just, it's big. It's very big. And I hope Terrell Pryor, you know, he's a great athlete, great on the field court. You know, we do things in college that, you know, you're young and you're you learning from it, you know. And, and and the thing about it is we all, how like can I say We all, I said make mistakes, but we all want the best for us, our family, and, and our friends. So, um, you know, the, the mistakes you make in college is something that, You have to learn for later on in life to make you a better man or or, or lady. So don't get it wrong. I'm not saying it's a mistake that he made in college. It was wrong or it was right. But what I'm saying is, will he learn from it? That's what we want to see later on down in life. We want to see if he's going to learn from this mistake he made. And you know what? If you go on, have a great career, and, and, and come off to be... The, the great person that he can be and you know in life that's what we want you know so but you know Terrell hats off to you and Oakland Raiders you know um, hats off to you you know so uh, what else do you like there's so much going on in the NFL you know like you, got, um, you know my eagles I love talking about my eagles Eagles going to have a great season, I hope. They had to play a preseason game, pick first Steelers, which I know a lot of people pick first fans out there listening right now. It's a preseason game, so don't get all happy, you know. Uh, Eagles have to turn it on, you know, they have a great team on paper. And when I say on paper, listeners, I mean they got all the best athletes, if you could say, that should win and have the best position. But the thing about it is you have to play on the field, you know, on paper look good. But when you're on the field, you have to play that position. So and all it's always going to be win, 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 you know, if you're not playing, playing, playing. So the thing about that is is uh, they look good. Uh, but, you know, I got faith in my Eagles. Uh, they will go to the – I got I'm going to the Super You know, and then we talk about if they're with it or not, but I got them going to the Super Bowl. So, Uh, other than that, you know, um, New England. I think New England going to NFC over there. You know, I'm always going to say New England, but the Jets still look good. You know, it could be a battle between New England and Jets. I have to see how the Jets are um, coming along. And after that, um, you know, we all, you know, see what we're going to go with. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back from this break, we'll, we'll, I think we'll get ready to say Reggie we'll be in, or we'll still talk about what we call it. But so this is James Loving, host of Loving That Sports Talk, and I'll be right back.
0: It's sports. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into the Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The sports life with josh and otis it's more than sports talk it's a way of life
2: This is James Loving, host of Loving at Sports Talk. And like I said, I had a great guest that's going to be on the been on my show before. Are you there, Reggie?
3: What's up, baby?
2: How you doing, Reggie Slater?
3: Oh, man, I'm doing
2: good. How you do, bro? I'm doing good down here in Larry. Down here, you, you a W? <laughs>
3: up there in Larry, That's Way up north, brother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Reggie, I'll be up there next week. I know, I know. I'm going to see you. we to talk about that a we But go ahead and tell listeners again about you, you know, and uh, what you're doing out there in Houston. Uh... Went to UW
3: uh, with 88 to 92. Um, played for uh, 10 years professional basketball, some in the NBA, some overseas. Uh, got um, six automotive stores and a uh, gym. That's keeping me ridiculously busy right now.
2: <laughs> well, well right. Right it's good to have you on here. I'm glad you're on here because I would like to, be able to talk about um, certain things. One, um, next week, uh, um, 1986 87 Hall of Fame basketball team will be inducted. Um, oh yeah, you know that team. Tell a little bit about that team from the character that they had. I know you wasn't playing there, but didn't that build something for when you guys came here? Oh yeah, man. I mean, they
3: they they they, they uh, left some big for to look up to. I mean, that was the whole reason. Um, it was the whole reason that I went to Wyoming. You know, the year that they had, you know, Finnish Dimbo on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Uh, you know, uh, went out there on the recruit trip, and met some really nice folks along with the basketball team, but. You know, basketball team that Sean Dent, I think he's still the all-time leading steals, uh, leader in, in UW basketball, um her boy, John Summers, Eric Leckner, Finn Zimbo, whole cast of great guys who I've since had the pleasure of knowing, uh, you know, uh, personally too. So, you know, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's awesome for me to get back there and just see them, see that king get inducted into the Hall of Fame.
2: Right. And, and that's a great thing for them. Is it ready to come back and for them, have them inducted into it? Oh yeah. I mean, it's an honor, man. I mean,
3: it's just, it's, you know, UW is a great place to play, and um, you know, and that was, a, that was a one-of-a-kind team. You know, had a lot of special guys
2: on there, really special guys. And, and, and Reggie, just to talk a little bit about that team. You know, you had Eric Lechner, Reggie Fox, and it's all of them coming back in here. And when I spoke to them and called them, you know, they had a number of great things to say about each other, you know, just being, you know, a teammate and off the court. How important is that? Oh man, it's the
3: cohesiveness, right? It's, it's just, you know, having, being able to have a non-verbal communications with a person when he's on the field. You and his relationship that, uh, great that you guys don't even need to speak to know what each other's gonna do. And, you know, of course, it, it, they, 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 they got, they got to a pentacle that I don't think UW has gotten to in quite some time. They beat the Sweet 16, uh, you know, against a, um, you know, a, a Reggie Miller team. Uh, you know, just a, like I said, just a great group of guys,
2: great team, special team, great group of guys. i and, and Reggie, the thing that I love to have you on here is because you are you so inspirational and you know, you came on to be great and did great things in life and still doing great things. But my, my point was uh... these guys coming back to you works Wyoming, it's a great feeling, you know, to be in there and knowing just seeing different things has built up here, you know. You've been back, you know. I know you're coming back next week for it, you know, and I can't wait to see uh, Ricky and Riku. But, uh, we talked about it. to see how, you know, what we, when we play here, how the town builds up and everybody loving, you know, just being here. Oh, man, it's, it's again, you know, aside from reminiscing of, of
3: all the good times, uh, Laramie's just a great place to be. You know, it's filled with great people and got a lot of great, great memories up there. I mean, you know, that's that, that's that time period that, uh, for the student athletes, is a transition from the young adult to an adult, and uh, you know, very fortunate that uh, you know you, we have good people around there that, that that kept us all in a proper perspective. You know, sure you're the you're the only one of the only four year colleges in the state uh, where you're the only one there. Uh, you know, by yourself. But 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 but, but you know, it, it's a certain level-headedness about the entire state. Uh, Concerning that, you know,
2: what I mean, it's just a lot of good, positive energy and memories. You know, Reggie, I, I I want you on here because I'm at a loss right now. Uh, I I need your help. I mentor this young kid from Castle, Wyoming, great in football, great in basketball, but trying to get him to um to love it, to love the sport. Um, great, I mean, just I don't, we don't know what to do. I and mean, what can you suggest? You know, it's like you go out there sometime he want to practice, sometimes he want, you know. Uh, It depends on what that guy wants, uh,
3: you know, what he wants in life because you can't want it for him, Mm -hmm. you know. Uh, When you and I were playing, I mean, I would have played basketball whether I was going to college and had a scholarship for it or not because I love the sport. It's like you love basketball, uh, sorry, football. Um, You know, there's a lot of – sports can teach you a lot of life lessons outside of just the, the basketball or
2: the ball itself. I mean, that kid, he just got to, you know, depends on what he wants, you know. C- can you teach somebody to want it, or do they have to want it? I mean, it's like... <laughs> I it's, don't it's know about mom, it. I <laughs> gonna, Yeah, I don't know if you can teach somebody to want it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, is it something like, you know, say, like, you the coach, you know, uh-huh. and this is, this is your, your uh, athlete, you know. How can you push them to make it? Like, I know his mom and dad every day, you know, this is, you know, you need to put more effort. You're to do this. You know, we're behind you if you don't want. How do you do it as a coach to this athlete? Well, you got
3: to present that guy with challenges and realize that life is a challenge and a series of obstacles, and it's not ever going to stop. So what that kid has got to get integrated in his brain is that this is like a, a test, uh, a quiz for a test. It's just preparing you for, for something before football or basketball and for life after uh, you know, you, you, gain, you know, it's, it's 90% mental, whatever you're doing. So this guy's got to look at this as a challenge, you know, one of many to come.
2: And, and, and like I say, Reg, I'm all over you because I, I know how you are. It's like, you know, I sit there and I talk to him, I talk to his parents, and, uh, um, I just want to know, because I'm all about helping, um, young kids and all like that. And, what about? if I can't help him on the field, but I still want to put something in his head. It can help him off the field, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's it that you know. When I talk to him, I say, "Hey, this is a dream. If you want to live that dream, go ahead because it's there." Because when I play, you know, I, I was coming over. I wanted to play in the NFL. That was my dream and my goal. I set different goals, and as I achieve each goal, I marked it off so I got to the top goal in the NFL. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Exactly. And and that's the way that kids should be looking at it, man. I mean. It, you know, the best analogy that I know is, is a um, uh, a football coach, uh, not Bear Bryant, but i got the, the one from Green Bay Packers. At any rate, you know, when you're looking at, if you look at any kind of goals you have, it's just like uh, going for a touchdown, 100 yards, right? You
2: mm-hmm. know,
3: very, very rarely does that happen in one play. It's a series of plays and disappointments and gaining of yardage, so on and so forth, just like in life. Um, you know, so again, that kid that you're referring to, man, he, he needs to realize that you're gonna, you're gonna take three or four steps forward, but you might lose one, but you gotta, you can't be afraid to fail. Um, uh, you know, you can't be afraid to fail because that's just part of it. That's just part of learning. If you, if you fail, that means you succeeded in trying.
2: You know? Now, is it, you think this kid is, uh, fail, I mean, uh, scared to fail for his parent? Or do he scared to fail for himself? Oh.
3: Now, I, that's hard to answer because, you know, several images just came in my head. I think when, 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 during my day, uh, when I was playing, uh, I think there were guys that their parents, you know, Reggie's going to college, Reggie's doing this, Reggie's doing that, so they put you in such a pedestal that you would hate to fail. Right. You know, hate to fail for your, you know, for your parents' sake. Now I think, uh, it, it, generate, generationally, it it may have shifted a little bit because it, it's not that I don't want to let mom or dad down. It's more of I'm the man right. because my mom and dad told me so, or my mom told me so. So, <laughs> you know, what I mean, they haven't really had a trial by fire. They haven't had their butt out there. Having to do for themselves yet. They've just been told they can do it. So until they've been tried by fire and had an older loving, James Lovin, kicking his butt, you know what I mean? You don't really, you can say no, but you don't know.
2: No, well, I know when I was coming up, I was like always going to say, you know, and this is common that I want to get my mom and dad a better house, a better living, because, you know, we grow up having everything. And that's what, you know, kids now, they'll feel that pressure on them. That, you know, if they grew up them having that, they want that, right? Correct. Is that
3: a lot of? I mean, Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, you know, uh financially, I was talking to a guy the other day about the sports. I think a lot of guys um, in sports end up not having money towards the end of their career and it starts off very innocent. It's not as if they were just guys that had a bunch of money and they wasted it on silly stuff. I think everybody starts off wanting to buy their mom a house. Everybody wants to buy their mom a house. Right. You know, mom, we did it, so on and so forth. And then it goes to, you know, this is awesome. Uh I wish I I wish my my friends could be here. And then you get a friend or two out there and then it just escalates from there. All innocent. Uh, you know, I always like a, a kid In professional sports, having money like a caveman with Mm -hmm. fire—you know, you use that fire to to stay warm and and get something to eat, or or it can burn you. Um, You know, you just have to, at some point, surround yourself with good people and pray that you're getting good advice. And whatever you do, don't lose faith or hope, and continue to work hard. I'm
2: sorry. Go ahead, Rex.
3: For yourself, you know.
2: I um, like you say. I had so much pressure on me growing up, right? cause like you say, well, we always want to buy our mama a mama house or a dad, you know, and get them out of what you know, and and that's pressure for a young kid to, to make it, you know. But then, you yeah. cause you know all the money that you're gonna have when you make it, then like you say, there's players that afterwards, would they go broke. I mean, like when I was young, man, I spent all my money up, you know. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because you see, you seeing all these toys in the candy store, and you want some of it. Um, you know, but, um, you, you, you gotta, you gotta think, you gotta think it out. You know, I was actually talking to somebody the other day, strangely enough, uh, and we were talking about, you know, work ethic so on and so forth, and, and, you know, I brought up, look, at some point you gotta learn how to work smarter, you know, and they, Just did not get it. (laughs) You know, as an athlete, I think you can understand, you know, as I progressed in, for instance, as I progressed in age in basketball, I couldn't, I didn't have all the physical attributes that I had when I was 20, once I turned 30. So I had to learn how to conserve energy and use my body in ways that still made me effective. But I wasn't expending as much energy because I, you know, you, you can't do the same things a, a decade apart. Right. It's almost impossible the same way. I mean, you can, you can have the same re- end result, but achieving the same way can
2: be hard. Right. Well, what we're gonna do, Reg? We're going take a break and then we'll come back. We'll have you on because we got a lot more questions for you. All right, Reg. All right. All right. This um, is James Loving. I got Reggie Slade on the line. We're talking about loving their sports talk, and we'll be right back. <music>
0: flagship station for sports voice america sports have we got a high energy all-access sports show for you it's outside the huddle starring lemond williams each week join lemond as he takes callers discusses the week's top stories in the world of sports and sits down with active and former players to discuss their transition from sports to business Outside the Huddle is a great resource for players making career transitions both on and off the field. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific for Outside the Huddle on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in every Monday after the busy sports weekend to Catch the Vision Sports Radio with host Thomas Lewis. We'll look at sports from every level, from what happened years ago to what happened last week to what's coming next. Thomas Lewis will take you to places you've never been before on a sports talk show and will bring an experience you've been waiting for. Our topics will focus on realities facing a player, labor disputes, academics, recruiting, and transition. Tune in to Catch the Vision Sports Radio Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right tail. Back goes O'Neal. He's the there. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. To left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. <laughs>
2: this is James Lovings, host of Lovings Sports song. Like I said, I got my guest Reggie Slade on the line, former UW player, former NBA player. You feel that, Reggie? I am here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, we was, you know, when we was out there, we was talking about this um, young kid that I was uh, mentor and all like that, you know. And you was giving me some good advice, you know. What were you saying, Reggie? Uh, the the kid ultimately got to want to do
3: it for himself. You know, if you don't want to do it for yourself. Uh, you know, I have all I have all the basketball analogies. I don't have football analogies, but you know, when you're on that free throw line you gotta make a basket, it ain't your mama <laughs> holding your hand or your dad, that's you. You know, and you gotta want to, you know, be i hopefully you got a desire to win and and through repetition and practice is how you get there, man. So, I mean you gotta have it in you to succeed and again, all the stuff that sports gives you, all that ambition and working together and so on and so forth, that correlates to your life after sports, uh, when you're in the workplace, when you're in the real world, you know, when you're talking with people, communicating, so on and so forth.
2: No, no, Rerich, I mean, um, you know, like when you was coming up playing, were you playing, like you say, were you playing for you, were you trying to play to get your parents something, or what, what did you play the sport for?
3: No, I'm not going to lie, I like the, 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 the positive reinforcement that my mother gave me when I played, but it got to a point where... I just love the sport, man. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't really have any hobbies as old as I am right now. I still love to, you know, be a part of basketball because I've been. It's, it's like my first girlfriend almost. You know,
4: mm-hmm.
3: it, it's something, you know, it's something that I'm very familiar with and and that intrigues me. And you know, there's always so many ways to 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 do things. And you know, when I see, uh, you know, uh, all these great players that come out. And, and how they achieve what they're trying to achieve. There's always one common road, though. That's hard work, dedication, work ethic. There's always that, but then it dichotomizes, you know, as, as opposed to position and so on and so forth. But, man, I just love the sport. I still love the sport.
2: And, and then, well, you know how we were growing up. You know, we all say, you know, we all want this nice card and jewelry and all like that. Were you that type of kid, too?
3: I was to an extent I'm not going to lie to you I think every kid is but but, when you when you when you when you get older man I think it comes you got to get to a point where you understand the man makes the money money don't make the man I can make a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars or whatever amount a thousand whatever anytime I want to I have to put my mind to it and do it but whether I whether I accumulate, you know, a quarter million dollars or, or half a half million dollars, and I'm a bum, a bum with that's broke is still a bum with half a million dollars. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Probably not a good way to phrase it, but it, it is what it is. I mean, you you make the money, you, money does or situation you make situation situation doesn't make you, man. I mean, money's not going
2: to really make you. That better of a person, I don't think. Well, but isn't that what we play the sport for? already? for the money now? Because you know, everybody keeps talking about the sport. It's the love of the game before, but now it's about a business, about money. That's where I'm standing now. You know, because nobody playing the game right. the love no, it's all about money. Well,
3: here's the deal. You don't see you don't see any back to back champions anymore either, do you? Well, you see a whole bunch of fly by night guys. The, you know, in, in, and I'm trying to get biblical in there, but you know, it's kind of like that old saying in the Bible the love of money, not money, but the yeah. love of money is the root of all evil. If that's your only goal is to get paid, man, go ahead and get paid. But you got to fly by in the wind. I'm talking about something bigger than that. Yeah. You know? I mean, who, even 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 dudes that's younger than me you know who Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan. They know who that is.
2: Yeah.
3: Do you think in, in, in 10 years they'll know some of these lesser? Uh, 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 you know the difference between what's hot now and what's hot, what's hot right now, and what's hot for the long term. Uh, you know, it becomes something more than the money, man. Because kid, if, if kid is emulating, if a kid is emulating you just solely so he can, you know, have X amount of
2: dollars. And I, I think, in my opinion, at least, that's just the wrong example to be given. Well, Reggie, I got a special guest online uh, yeah, you. That's good.
4: Oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 all I owe him money. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> up, buddy? <laughs> how we doing? How we doing? Hey, We're I just like good. to put that out there, Red. School
2: is—we uh, try to work it out. Where well. he got to be like my co-host, but we going through a little rough thing. But we got to get together. But school <laughs> Reggie was talking about talking about the money, and man, I've been since I've been in high school. We've been talking about have all the athletes taking money from you know these booster don't. Kevin, reflect on that, Scoop.
4: Well, you know, you're, you're, you 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 kind of have to look at it. It's kind of hard to tell a kid or a family. Basically, you know, these these families. It's a it's like a business now. In the, it's a family business, and it's kind of hard to let these uh, let these uh, these professional teams come in and and flash all this money in front of some of these families, and it's hard to say no. Um, but I, you know, if you want to, you know, uh, uh, live, live the right way, if that's a, if that's a correct term, um, you know, you want to do things, you want to do things the right way and you want, you know, role models to look after, uh, then it's, then it's putting in that hard work and, uh. You know having kids uh having kids work for their money um, you know and and not just having all these teams just you know being able to uh come in and just do whatever they kind of want do you agree with that, Reggie well it,
3: what I kept on thinking about when, when school was talking was you know'cause i could, again some of the stuff I've seen before you get a a a a guy comes into a family impoverished or poor uh yeah. family waving a lot of money. And all of a sudden he bought their loyalty that's, you know what that's like a fish getting caught with bait. Yeah. You don't want to go that route man i yeah. you know mm-hmm. uh, you know is, is it better to teach this kid how to fish mm-hmm. or to give him a fish I mean of course, there's nothing wrong with giving some assistance to get somebody something on their feet. I'm not saying anything bad about that however once you become dependent on that, that's the problem uh you know the, the, the money the money's gonna come and go. And, but, but, but character and the mental toughness to learn how to mm-hmm. make money on your own, that's gonna last forever. But mm-hmm. somebody just give it to you, you know, what's given can be taken away.
4: You know, I agree with that one, I agree. Um, you know, you can't, uh, you can't just, uh, you, you know, you can't live, you can't, you can't live just on that, like you said, that, that money's gonna run out, and you gotta yeah. have something
3: else to fall back on. So. Uh, dude, I remember when I
4: was—I remember when I was in
3: college. I was a sophomore. I was like, okay, if I can save, I don't know, uh fifty thousand dollars, I'll be set for life.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true.
3: That's true. <laughs> you know, I remember—I remember thinking that. You know, <laughs> you know, it sounds very naive, but you know. It- it's very important, I think, that these kids. I don't care whether they're in sports or not, have an understanding of what money is and how to use it. You know, uh, and of course, we all, you know, get lost up in our, you know, watches and clothes and so on and so forth. But I mean, we got to have some type of control.
4: Yeah, you know. Well, and, I mean, and who do they see doing it? So, yeah, I mean, you you got the... You got TV, that's the first thing people are looking at. You're looking hey, at TV. TV, you got people with all these commercials, and well, you know, it, that's the way people are going to look up to people.
3: Well, think about it. TV gets paid how? Through advertisement. Mm-hmm. Budweiser, or cigarettes, or clothing, whatever. They want you to spend money. Mm-hmm. So, no, they're not going to give you a great example. That's not in mm-hmm. their best interest that's not in their best interest. They want you to, you know, be broke.
2: Yep, exactly. <laughs> our stuff. But, but Reggie your school, but we see this on TV. Like, say, we see, you know, you see, like, say, Jordan wear high hang underwear and a $20 pair. We go give them thinking we're going to feel better than them. You know, they put this in our head to do this, and we run out, like, say, 100 and some dollar Jews now. That's crazy.
3: Oh, that's insane, but that's a corporate machine, man. I mean, is better in, in mentality is better in my pocket than yours I know how to spend that money better than you do <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly
4: exactly you know?
2: well uh, you you know I like to to graduate uh, the school you know, the thing about it is, if we, we look at it, the athlete is it okay that they're taking this money um, you go first read the you school okay. of course of course uh, you know but I'm it's, wrong for the it's wrong for the university it's wrong for the university because they're getting in trouble Oh, oh! You mean illegally? Is that Illegal. what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah <boost the> oh. <laughs> well,
3: here's my opinion on that. That's re- this is a registered opinion. Uh, there is a large amount of money that is uh, obtained by the university through TV contracts, uh, people coming over, like you know, University of Texas, so on and so forth. And sure, you do get your education paid for, but I think if you look and see how much those numbers are, I think the 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 the, the your education being paid for is minuscule compared to the money that's being brought in, and I think a lot of these kids are coming from poor, poor neighborhoods. Not I don't know half or forty percent or sixty percent. I don't know, but I do know that going to college, especially if you're out of state, can be a can be hard on folks, man, hard on kids. You know, so a little help, you know, and I think you know program being raised wasn't a bad thing. But I don't think it's a, you know, with limits to the payday. Because the money that the university is making and that quote-unquote free education is not really free if you look at it because you're bringing in money through sponsors, et cetera. I think that would be fair. But that's just my opinion.
4: What's your school? Well, we talked about it a little uh, before, and it's, it's these big schools. I mean, the schools with the uh, with, uh with the big programs, are gonna bring in the big money. Um, you know, they try and put out all these penalties on them, but you know, I think in reality they don't. They don't. You know, they're not gonna cut those teams out. Um, you know, you just talked about that Miami, the you know, the University of Miami, and what they're doing. Um, you know, they. You know, they tried to put out that death penalty word. A phrase and you know there's and then there's then then you see some of the the head guys from the NCA saying well you know it's out there on the table but you know you, they put that butt in there they don't they don't really want to do it because Miami is a big money maker um, money, yeah you can't you can't kill the golden goose yeah you can't you can't do that um, and so is it is it is it is it is it is it right to to get all these uh, extra, you know, perks and get all these other things from boosters and everything else? Uh, you know, probably probably not. But you know, it, it, like we were saying before, you know, there's there's many programs out there, and I can probably guarantee you that every one of them is probably doing something. Um, you know, they, they, like you said, it it just depends on the penalties. Uh, you know, they were talking about penalties with the coaches. Uh, I'm speaking of football and probably basketball. Um, uh, but what they do is, you know, it's almost, it's almost a joke you keep hearing because they, they don't, um. They don't, uh, they get this uh, secondary penalty or whatever it is, secondary infraction or something like that. And so, you know, who, which, you know, if it's, if it's an infraction, you got to make it an infraction and that's it. You know, you don't give it a, a level of, of, a uh, level of punishment to it. You just, you know, you give it a, you know, you come down hard on it, and then that's it. You got to make it, but you got to make it quick and swift. If you're gonna do it, if not, then there's just gonna be a lot of, there's gonna be a lot, it's not gonna be black and white. It's gonna be a whole bunch of gray in there.
2: So, so what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take a break. We're gonna last session. I'm gonna ask Reg and you know, Scoob a great question, see what they think. But this is James Lovin. I'm hosting Lovin That Sports Talk, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds barred and move oh, i just, and I just think that the coach made a mistake oh, crazy. <laughs> nfl mlb nba nhl speak up or forever hold your mouth we playing around here voice
4: america sports
0: Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, or even lawnmower racing, Pit Pass USA is got you Larry Henry here, host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster to work to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Be there or get a DNF.
2: Here's
0: a beauty. There's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's the, got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Voice America Sports.
2: this is James Loving, host of Lovin and Sports Talk. My co-host, Scott Joseph School, and we got Reggie Slater online. You guys there? Yep, well,
4: here.
2: we're here. Well, um School, go ahead. Um, the question I have for you is, you know, we all sit there and talk about the money that the kids would take and the um, NCAA and all like that, how much it makes. But the thing about it is I want to know, Reggie, is it fair? I mean, like, do you take it? Like, a lot of kids, like you say, when we're out there, we talk about, like, say me and you, that same school, Reggie we playing. If I got $100, you got $200, i will get mad. I'm like, hey, you got 200 why? Is that what's happening now? <laughs> Here's the deal, man. Well,
4: I, I don't
3: know. I have to answer that in a grown-up way. You got to realize your value. I mean, when you were on that field, were you a Cadillac or were you a Pinto? How <laughs> are you going know, you to get the to that, dude. You know what I'm saying? I can't be mad at the stud that's two levels above me because he's got dedication and heart, you know what I'm saying? He's getting more money if they were getting paid. I'm not saying anybody's getting paid, wink, wink. But, you know, how can I get mad at that?
4: What do you think, Coop? You you can't get mad at it. I mean, I don't know. Is it fair? Uh, probably, it, probably not in the eyes of some, but like you say, I mean, you got a guy who's you know dedicated to get out there on the field or on the court or wherever a sports field they're at, and you know they that that's what they're doing. They're they're staying the extra hour to do something or whenever they're taking the extra shot, catching the extra ball, you know. So. If they're doing it to make that money, that's 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 what they're doing. Uh, you know, just because they're doing it and another guy is sitting back not doing as much, then he can't. He you know he can't sit there and and complain about it. But there are some that do. You yeah, know? but they're, and then they then then they end up. Um, usually, they end up writing books or something like that. <laughs> uh, or or talking to the talking to uh, talking to uh, oh, uh, uh loving a on TV on, it on radio yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah let me get one of them on here <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but but you know guys that uh, we all sit here but you know when we say that yes yeah, is right this is not right but I'm gonna be mad if I know that Nebraska players can pay they getting five hundred dollars and we have Wyoming we only get a hundred that is wrong you know everybody wants to get the same but. Like you gotta say, it's a different program. Nebraska bring well, more money than Wyoming. Is that what's happening?
4: Yeah, I, I, you know, I, that's, and that's and that's the big thing. You know, where does it end? Where is it gonna end? Because you know, you are gonna have these big programs, and they're gonna probably bring in more. So they're gonna want more. You know, you you know, they they're not gonna. I mean, there's some, I mean, there's some they want to do stuff for the benefit of their conference, but. They're doing it for the benefit of their school. You know, you got teams leaving conferences now because there's more money somewhere. Um, and, you know, they, how, when you, when they talk about paying the players and doing all that other stuff, how's that going to be divided up? You know, how are you going to tell somebody, you know, who, who may be in one of those big programs, how are you going to tell them? Uh, with me, I mean, they're pulling in a whole bunch more money. I ain't got to tell them that they're going to get a little more.
2: But is that the uh, risk? Because I know as we've come up, we've never really heard of you, a while, but you heard of Wyoming, but you're in Nebraska, USC. Is that how it is right Look, man, when I was, <laughs> I
3: wasn't <laughs> highly recruited. So when I heard that there was a four-year school and, you know, they came there and showed me the tape of Finnis Dembo and Eric Lechner and Turk Boyd, I, I I I I I bought the Kool-Aid and drank the Kool-Aid so hard, man. Holy cow, they me look line of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But but nowadays you're right. Uh there's a lot more things now, internet, magazines, you know, big emphasis on the internet that guys can look and see and be dealing with people that have Ego issues, right? Right. You know, I want to go to the Big East. I want to go to the SEC. I want to go to. I don't want to go to, you know, Division Two or or Mountain West Atlantic Conference or what have you. You know what I mean? What what are my friends going to think? So wrapped up in thinking with worrying about what their friends are going to think, they're not thinking about the benefit of themselves in the future.
4: Yeah, there's a, lo- there's a lot of there's a lot of athletes that'll do that too. That just wanna, they just wanna be there with that name, cause they think yeah. that that is gonna do something. Um, yeah. and that's and that's basically what it that that's basically all the all those schools probably need to do in the recruiting process is just your name.
3: Yeah, but, yeah. There was a time when football would would just say Notre Dame, right.
2: and <laughs> people would yeah. just jump, right? <laughs> But I was telling I was telling kids, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. I said, you know, I love to to Wyoming, but Wyoming wasn't my choice. I said I couldn't if I had UCLA or USC to recruit me, I wouldn't have went there because I knew I wouldn't have played there. But everybody right. go there because they know they go there. They going in the NBA or NBA, NFL. But you have to go where you're going to play because you want to go to a big name too because they're on TV. Why well, won't sit on the bench behind four, five people? Am I right, guys? Yeah, right. You're right.
3: Exactly. You're right, Well You're right. You have to. In the end, you have to do what's best for you, not what's best for mom or dad or, you know what I mean? You want, you want yeah. to be thankful for all the, the, the things that they gave you, but you're the one that has to live with your consequences.
2: Yeah.
4: That's true. Absolutely. Well,
2: What do you think about that, too?
4: I, that, I think that's definitely 100% correct because, you know, it doesn't, I mean, you got people that. That there are some people that are just happy to be at the school, but they they won't get to play for three years. You know, maybe even four. Maybe they might get in at the end of the game or something like that. You know, and if, and, that's, and if that's all you know, they want, then that's fine. Yeah, and that's what that person wants. You know, but you know for. For a, a, a lot of athletes, you know, you want you want to get out there at least be at least have it where it's competitive, you know. At least get, at least go somewhere where you can at least have a shot, you know. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. But you know that at least you you, you tried to do it. Um yeah. Yeah. But but just to sit there and go for a a name, you know, I'm not one of those people, and so. Uh, like you said, there are people that do do that, but, um, you know, and maybe, you know, you, ain't, I mean, you get the, the biggest thing at the end is that you're going to get the, the education.
2: Uh, that's the,
4: I guess that's the ultimate goal.
2: Well, we are about to go close, but before I close, I want to thank you, Rash. I mean, every time I call you, you've been on the show, you're always there. Man, I'm definitely going to see you, you know, next week when, you know, you come out here with see all the guys. Oh, yeah. And we do the benefit for Donna, Sanchez. So. And you know, this you know, we got four minutes. Go ahead, Red, some, you know, what you you know wanna stay on there and then you go ahead and go. Hey,
3: wanna thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to come out here and give my point of view on things. Uh, love the university, got a lot of love for UW in my heart. Uh, you know, I encourage any of those kids that are listening, if they're in the area, you know, follow your heart. Uh you know, love love the game and, 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 and do what's best for you to get your game better and then the money's gonna come. But if you're looking for the money to motivate you, you're doing it in the wrong order. <laughs> uh, you know, that's Reggie, Reggie Slater speaking
2: now. Go ahead, Scoop.
4: I'd just like to say, you know, it is a, 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 I'm glad you have your show up here in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. It's a nice little day out here. Uh want to uh, thank everybody for having the thank Bailey's uh, Restaurant Patio for having the uh, having the show. Uh, today and for any kids that are listening, you know, if you you know keep a hold of your dreams and uh, never let them go. Yeah, I like to say again,
2: thanks to Reggie and Scoob. You know, Scoob has been here and doing everything for me. I've been running him crazy, but I like they band at Bailey's. And just like say, Reg, you know, we, we keep doing what we're doing and keep inspiring these young kids to do great. Yep, that's right. All right, see you next week, Reggie. All right, see so you guys. Go ahead. Sure, cool. so take All us out. Right, take okay. us out. This is James Lovett. Another one of Loving Sports Talks.